Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for life. I woke up scared out of my mind. It was a nightmare. I said, Lord, what was this? He said, that's the church right now. People come in and they say, good message, pastor. We trust what you said is true, but they're not eating it themselves. Mm-hmm. Friends, we're trying to tell you where bread is, not so that we can just tell you what it tastes like for us. We want you to eat, too. That's right. Patrick, should people be in the word of God? Yeah, definitely. Daily. I mean, um, I even think I, I will say kind of even build on that, like, you know, a lot of believers may spend time even in the word, but for some, it may be just like a checklist, you know, just checking checking off, I did my duty, I did what I was supposed to do, uh, rather than, you know, Read my verse before bed. Yeah, exactly. And instead of realizing like, hey, I get to sit with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So good. And I get to hear from him, you know, I mean, what a privilege it is. And I, I know I, it's hard for me. I, I'm not a early morning person, right. so I, I drag, I have to drag myself out of bed and turn on the lights to to get in the word. But I mean, as soon as I do, it's, man, what a blessing it is. It's amazing. You know, young people, they're so into text messaging. Mm-hmm. They're sending text messages all the time. Kids, God sent you a text message. It's called God's word. It's called the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get into it. Right. It's so wonderful. Well, Patrick, uh, for anybody considering coming to your church, mm-hmm. uh, Calvary Chapel, Lake Jackson, cclakejackson.org. I want to make yeah. sure I say it plenty of times right, so they yeah. can find you. <laughs> Um, the, one thing, okay, you preach line by line. That's great. But where are you going? Which yeah. way are you headed? What's your vision, Patrick? What, what have you got for people? Why should they come to your church? Right. Yeah. So, uh, as I stated kind of earlier, you know, I, I'm, I'm a simple guy. So for me, I needed to keep it simple. And so I kind of narrowed it down to three things, um, all starting with G, but first thing is just, uh, as a, as a fellowship, we want to glorify, you know, that's my heart that we would glorify the Lord. Uh, first of all, through music. And then secondly, um, you know, through how we live our lives, I was thinking of um, Psalm 33.3 that says, sing to him a new song, uh, play skillfully and shout for joy. And so it's just, I mean, we're being biblical when we're participating in the, the worship service through, through song, you know, and that's, that's, a, that's a mandate. That's not a, a you know, just, just a, something that the Lord throws out there is it's not tradition. It's yeah, it's godly order. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, um, you know, whether you sing great or not, you know, it's, it's coming together, making a joyful noise together, just singing out of gratitude for, you know, um, uh, just what the Lord has done for you. So, um, that, you know, and I was thinking too, uh, uh, Tozer, I think it was that said, uh, if worship bores you, you're not ready for heaven. Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I love that. And so it was. Can I just, use that? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Right. Yeah. Take away. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, 
you know, I use something like I'm gleaning, I'm gleaning from, yeah. I shall glean from you. Glean. (laughs) Okay. Glean away. But both in music and then of course, how we live our lives, uh, Romans 12, one, you know, just talking about uh, presenting our, our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. So, you know, again, we want to glorify the Lord through song and also how we live our lives. And then uh, secondly, um, you know, it's our heart to grow. We want to grow. Um, we don't want to stay stagnant. And we do that by digging into God's word and, and then living it out, which we've kind of been talking about, you know, um, second Timothy three sixteen says that all scripture is given by inspiration of God or God breathe and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, correction and instruction in righteousness. So that's the standard, not your opinion. That you're exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So everything we need in this life can be found in God's word. It's sufficient for everything that we could ever, you know, encounter. So the other side of that is uh, James 1 22, you know, just be doers of the word, not just hearers only. Absolutely. You know, deceiving yourself. So yeah. it, what good is it if I've given a 45 me- you know, minute message and everybody walks out and just forgets it completely? You well, know? it's like the people that wouldn't eat. Oh, yeah. Good, good message, but we're going to go back to the way exactly. we were. What's the point? Exactly. So it's like, hey, great. I'm glad you, you know, you show up, but. Um, now it's time to put the word into practice, you know, for all of us. So uh, glorify, grow, and then uh, go is the last thing. Go, you know, and that's um, both sharing the gospel and showing the love of Christ to others. You know, um, I think of Ephesians four fifteen a just speaking the truth in love. And that's, that's what it comes down to is, uh, you know, some people may be good at speaking the truth, but they don't do it in love. And then some people may be good on the love part, but they're not speaking the truth. And so... We don't want to have a imbalance there. We want to be balanced. We want to have both truth and love. So, you know, for me, I, I my heart is that Calvary Lake, Calvary Lake Jackson would be um, two things really. First, um, a hospital, a hospital in the sense uh, for for sinners. You know, uh, Jesus said that um, it's not the well who need a, a doctor, but it's those that are sick. And he says, I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And so that's my heart that. You know, it would be a hospital for for sinners to come and 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 meet the great physician Jesus Christ. You know, and then secondly, I would say, um, you know, my heart is that uh, that our fellowship would be a lighthouse, a lighthouse. And um, you know, Matthew five sixteen, Jesus said, "Let your light so shine before men that you know people would see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven." And so, we want to be a beacon there in Lake Jackson. So, really, that's our heart. That's our heart to be a hospital and to be a lighthouse. Um, Obviously, we want to present the gospel when people, you know, come, but, you know, for those that don't, aren't able to come or won't come, you know, we're going to take the gospel to out. To them. To them. Yeah. Absolutely. So So you're not, you're not content just sitting in your comfortable little church inside your little four little walls and just, we're going to play, play church all to ourselves. Right. We're going to get out there. Amen. So good. Lake Jackson. Patrick's coming for you. That's right. Here he comes. <laughs> because Jesus wants you, friends. Yeah. Jesus is coming too. I love that. Glorify, grow, yeah. and go. Mm-hmm. And friends, it, it all starts from God's word. Again, we're not pretty at my church either, set for life.church, um, here in Alvin, Texas. I'm just north of y'all. Yeah. Uh, we're not preaching our opinion. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a rip what I think. Yeah. But the standard of God's word. That's where the power's at. And what one thing you said that it, it should affect how we live. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very influential how people live. You know, you can be standing in line in the grocery store, and the person in front of you is all mad that the line's not moving. 
and you've had a bad day too, and now they just made it worse. Mm-hmm. Okay, or the line's not moving, but the person's just happy, and you know, hey, it is what it is, and hey, how are you doing? And start. They can put a spin either way. Friends, how you live is going to affect people. You well, I like that. I like that, Ray. I want to. I need more encouragement. Then get in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. You got too many Christians saying, "Well, I don't have to go to church to be saved." Okay, uh, theologically, that's correct. You can get saved outside of a church, but now that you are saved, you do need to be in the body of Christ because you do need to be encouraged. I could say, "Well, you don't have to go home to be married, do you?" <laughs> well, I got married. Sorry. You know, I got married ten years ago, and and, and I haven't seen her since. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you don't really sound like you're married, buddy. Yeah, you do need to go home and be with her. Okay, fellowship really does something. Mm-hmm. It it makes people. It gives them encouragement. I know that somebody listening out there, listening to me now, you are a Christian, and you still need encouragement anyway. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are not yet a believer in Jesus Christ, you need encouragement too, just the same. It's the same across the board. You can get that in the body of Christ. Maybe the Bible doesn't excite you. I have a saying, if the Bible does not excite you, you're not really reading it. (laughs) But if you struggle in that, get into the body of Christ, and they will excite you. And they will also provide strengths that you do not have. But likewise, you can take a strength to that church that they don't have. Somebody's listening to me right now, Patrick. They possess a strength you do not have. Do you have every known strength known to man? No. Are you are you perfect? No. In Messiah, you are in that sense, but right, yeah. you don't have every strength. Okay. Somebody sitting in Lake Jackson, Angleton, Clute, somewhere around that area, you have a strength, and you're thinking, but if I go to the church, what can I do with it? Go put that strength in that church, and they will be better for it when you get there. Mm-hmm. Man, friends, you got to go. To Calvary Chapel Lake Jackson, cclakejackson.org. And they're going to take the gospel out there because we're just trying to show people where the bread's at. That's Jesus right. said, I'm the bread of life. We want people to be saved. Mm-hmm. Patrick, I can't think of a better love than for somebody to say, Look, I'm saved in Messiah Jesus. I know where I'm going when I die. I want you to come with me. And Patrick's coming out there with his church to get that information to you so that you can be saved as well. Patrick, I'm going to read from Acts 20, verse 28. Mm -hmm. It says, pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. Patrick, that's kind of a mandate to you and I to care for the church. That's right. There's a lot of people living around your area. They just feel like the world don't care. Mm -hmm. What are they going to get out of your church? If they come in there, say somebody comes in there broken, nobody cares about me, nobody ever has, I feel worthless, I'm depressed, I'm hurt, nobody's ever cared, but they're going to come in and and try you out at your church. What are they going to get? Yeah, so, um, you know, I I tell everyone every week, you know, just that I pray that they sense the love of Jesus Christ as they walk in, you know, that they feel part of of a family, you know, and I know we may not know each other really well initially, but um, that's my heart, you know, and even as I'm, I'm teaching the word, um, you know, I'm, I'm also not just giving a self-help, you know, type seminar. It's, it's, I want them to encounter the Lord, you know, and sense his love and, and know that, um, you know, again, they're, they're, they're going to be part of a, a larger family if they, if they so choose, you know? And so, uh, I really want them to, to know that, um, you know, we love them. doesn't matter what kind of background they've come out of, you know, what, what kind of 
uh, things they may be going through. Um, we want them to know there's hope and there's, you know, um, a person who loves them, you know, first of all, in the Lord Jesus and then us, you know, we're, we're there to, to come around them and, um, you know, point them to Jesus for sure. I've had people come in before who were homeless, mm-hmm. people who had drug addictions, alcoholism, uh, who've lost a job. They felt like failures. Uh, nobody wants them. Nobody mm-hmm. wants me. They've had abandonment issues. Maybe mom or dad at some point uh, kicked them out of the house, and therefore they think God is going to be the same way. I don't want you either. Yeah. So I, I want every, I want people to understand that we are trying to specialize in the fact that God wants you, mm-hmm. all of you, and we're not just there to set up a church in your town and play church right. and throw money in our bucket so we can get rich off of it. That is absolutely not whatsoever the, the point of this at all. The point of this is that we care. We know you're out there. We know you're hurting. We know you feel like you are worthless and you're not. We're not here to give you false information that doesn't last. We are there to give you eternal word of God weight to your life that will give you your sense of purpose in Messiah Jesus, because we know you're there and we want you to come in. Well, not me, Ray, not me, Ray, not me, Patrick. You don't want me. Yes, you. We want you to come in. Patrick, I often tell people when they come into my church for the first time, they just walk in. I don't know who they are. And I'm like, mm-hmm. thankful they should. I get excited when people just show up like that. Oh, yeah. I tell them, hey, sit anywhere you want. If you want to sit with people, fine. If you want to sit all by yourself and nobody touch me, that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as you're here. Yeah. We're just glad to have you here. And I make a point to say hi to everybody. Yeah. Because we're just excited that people will come because people just aren't coming anymore. Yeah. Uh, the, the majority of this Christian nation that we claim to be, they're not going to going to church. Yeah. And God's word commands it in Hebrews 10. So I'm just trying to give a sense of the love and the drive for love that we have for you. Mm-hmm. I don't, friends, I don't think Patrick would have left where he used to be. I mean, it was a pretty nice arrangement that he uh-huh. had. It was nice. Yeah. I don't think he would have left where he was to go all the way out to Lake Jackson with nothing Mm -hmm. if he didn't care for y'all out there. That's right. Friends, I want y'all to catch this. I want y'all to catch this. You out there who feel like there's nobody that cares, you've got a guy out there that cares. Give him a shot. Likewise, I want to tell you about someone higher than the both of us Mm -hmm. who cares about you too, that I want you to give him a shot. His name is Jesus Christ. And guess what? He already knows you messed up. He already knows you blew it. He already knows all your faults. He already knows your mistakes. That's why he came to the cross. Amen. Friends, he knows we messed up. He knows we failed. Scripture says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We just just don't cut it. You've been beating yourself up trying to be good enough. You're, you're, well, I I need to be better for my family. I need to be better for my kids. And you're messing up, messing up. And now you've decided you're not good enough. And now you're thinking of ways out. I want to tell you something. Don't look for the way out. Jesus is the way up, not out. I want to give you the way. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And yes, even for you, this is the ultimate hope that we are here to talk about. This is why. Patrick is putting a Calvary Chapel in Lake Jackson because of those out there who have no hope. He's trying to reach you. Patrick, for anybody who feels like they are 
I'm lost, man. I have bombed it. How can they be saved despite what they've done? How can they be saved? Can you tell them? Yeah. So, um, you know, simply, first of all, is just admitting that you're a sinner, you know, that we've, we've fallen short. We all, the Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so, um, you know, Romans says there's none righteous. No, not one. Not one. So we're that, all that means you. That means me. Yep, Even absolutely. The, the, the great pastor, you don't slide down a rainbow every Sunday no. and land at the pulpit and preach and God takes you back up to heaven. That's right. You can ask my wife. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> no, but I mean, we're all in the same boat. We all need a savior. And so, you know, just simply admitting, hey, I'm a sinner. I've blown it. And then the Bible talks about uh, repentance or, or ter- just that's a theological term for just meaning turning away. Just you're, turn around. Yeah. You're turning around. You're changing direction. Now you're going, instead of away from Jesus, you're going to him. So you repent and then you believe. You know, you believe that the Lord died uh, for your sin and that he, he rose again. He was resurrected, right? And then finally just committing your life to him, just saying, you know what, Lord, I'm, I'm going to follow you. And I know it's not going to be perfect. I'm going to mess up and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seek to follow you all the days of my life. And that's it, you know? Just pretty simple, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Easy. It's not very complicated. Nope. I mean, some people think you got to go to church for umpteen years and you got to do a bunch of ceremonies and maybe you might get to some level where we say, okay, finally, it's like trying to achieve a black belt or something. You finally made it. And it's not how it works. Yeah. If you just say, look, I I messed up and Lord, I need you to fix me. That's it. That's it. We're doing all this theology. We're doing all this church work. We're doing podcasts and radio shows just to say this one thing. Yeah. Father, I messed up. I need you to fix my life. Amen. (laughs) I just boil it down to one little statement. Okay. Friends, if you're tired of your life, give it to Jesus. He'll give you a brand new one. Amen. Romans 10 verse 9 says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Mm -hmm. That is a promise of God because he does not say you might be saved. He doesn't say your chances are favorable. He says you will. Patrick, whenever I read this verse to somebody, I have them read it in a Bible. I mm-hmm. said, now you follow me and I'm going to read it out loud, okay? I, I, the fire inspector guy that was just here in my building the other day, he, got, he gave his life to the Lord. I did this trick to him. Yeah. I said, I want you to read this. I get to the end of Romans 10, 9. If you believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you might be saved. And they, they see the word will yeah. be saved and, and they correct me. <laughs> That's awesome. They go, that's not what that says. I said, oh, really? What does it say? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it says you will be. I said, well, imagine that. Yeah. So first they were doubting, and then all of a sudden they caught the word of God, and they're telling me, because I purposely read it wrong, they're correcting me. That's not what that says. And I'm like, well, you tell me what it says. Friends, I want you to understand it says you will be saved. Don't you want that comfort, knowing where you're going to go, your eternal destiny? that God cares about you that much that he sent his son, Jesus, to die in your place. I already told you, Lake Jackson, you've got a guy that cares about you so much that he's going to Lake Jackson to come get you. Now, I'm telling you on a bigger scale, God loved the world so much that he sent Jesus to come get us. Mm -hmm. Don't you want that? I told the gospel, this Romans 10, 9 to a fellow one time. He says, well, that sounds good, but I don't know. How can I trust it? I went down to verse 13. It says, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's another promise for you right there. Patrick, I can't sleep at night if I didn't know that. Is that, that is such peace in my life. Knowing that where I'm going, Mm -hmm. 
What does that do for you? Just to have that uh, eternal destination, you know, to know that, hey, when I pass from this life, uh, I know where I'm going to be. And, you know, I just went through a, a health issue not too long ago, pretty, you know, pretty rough. And there were some iffy parts, you know, where I was like, okay, we don't know what's going to happen from here. But, you know, the whole time I was like, hey, you know what? If, if this is the time that I'm to meet Jesus, and then praise the Lord. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And prayerfully, I'll, you know, I, uh, just I look forward to hearing that uh, well done, good and faithful servant, you know, entering into the, the joy of your Lord, you know. And so that, that's, that's my heart is like, I, I look forward to, to hearing that. I can't wait. Um, obviously, I would, you know, miss my family. I don't know how heaven completely works, but, right. <laughs> you know, but I know I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to be running, you know, running straight into the arms of the Lord. So I'm looking forward to that. And, awesome. you know, again, I want to encourage others. I mean, that, that's, you know, um, he, he wants that the Lord wants that he, he wants you to one day come running, you know, straight into his arms. So, um, that's what I'm looking forward to. And I, I, I thank the Lord that I have that, that promise that that'll happen one day. There's going to be a lot of exciting guys up there. Moses is going to be there. Oh, yeah. Paul's going to be there. Peter. I love Peter because he's me. Cause he messed up a lot. Yeah. I mean, he messed up a lot. I want to talk to him but yeah. I'm, after I see Jesus. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I'm very taken by the fact that you just said that you had a close call mm-hmm. recently. It, it, you, you weren't sure, but now you're, you must be doing okay. And yeah. now you want to get out there and share the gospel. Friends, some of you out there, you're, you're having some close calls. And you're thinking, yeah, but nobody understands. I'll tell you, there's a guy here that understands right now because he was there. Mm-hmm. Come talk to him. Well, you don't understand me. Well, come talk. He probably may know. He's been there. Let him have a chance to talk with you. Friends, I want you to go to cclakejackson.org if you live around Lake Jackson, Angleton, Clute, uh, that area down there. And go check them out. Go give it a shot. What have you got to lose? I'll tell you what you got to lose, everything. But in Messiah Jesus, you will hear the Word of God preached at Calvary Chapel, Lake Jackson. You have everything to gain, including eternal life. Patrick, so great having you here today. It's been a privilege. And I want to pray for your church, okay? Yes, thank you. Father, we come before you, Lord, just thankful that you give us the privilege, this honor of being pastors when, when we've messed up so much. Why would you do this? Why would you pick a guy like me to do this? Except that you've got a plan. For me, you've got a plan for everyone. And I'm just going to fulfill that part of the plan to the best of my ability. Lord, I ask you to bless Patrick at Calvary Chapel, Lake Jackson. Bring people. Lord, bring your Jesus people, bring them saved, bring them unsaved, that they will get saved. And Lord, grow Calvary Chapel Lake Jackson unlike anything we could ever imagine. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to bless that place. You're going to bless the city of Lake Jackson because of it. You're going to start making disciples in that area. Bless Patrick in his work. Hold him up, Lord God, because this is hard work. And bring him people that will hold him up. Give him specific, special encouragers that will be complimentary to his side for the work that's ahead and keep them going. Lord, we ask you a blessing on that, tremendous blessing in that area. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Friends, as I always say, you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You agree, Patrick? Amen. It's been great having you. Thank you for having me. Come back again sometime, man. For sure, I will.
you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time, unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.